Welcome to the Acrojack Podcast, episode 15. What's up? We're back. What's going on, buddy? For a beautiful, beautiful week. Episode Is 15. It? Is it a beautiful week? It's, I mean... It's been a rough four days to be a Razorback fan. Yeah, but it's holiday week, you know? I mean, what... Can't be mad about that, you know? Okay. Um, But no, you're right. It's been rough. We got a special guest in house again. Yes. First timer. Yes. First time on the on the pod. All the way from shut up. All the way from Oklahoma City. The big OKC. Yep. All fourteen people that listen to us will hear from you. Ryan's in the house. Rye big Rye Rye in the his hey guys. There you go. <clears throat> Um, that's good. That's good. You can, um, you can jump on the shit talking yeah. Arkansas bandwagon. <laughs> we were doing plenty of that this afternoon. Oh, yeah. I'm happy Football we can always, we always, we always take as many, uh, shit talking bandwagoners as we can get. <laughs> so, well, let's not well, start because I think there's plenty to talk about with that. Yeah, I think uh, I think we can um, I think we can discuss the rest of the uh, the rest of the slate. Um, it, what 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 do you do? You have somewhere you want to start off, or wherever. So, I, I it's not really like a big game. Like, there's no playoff implications or anything. But I just want to I just want to make fun of the Mississippi schools for a second because. Did you watch the Egg Bowl? Um, no. Uh, so, <laughs> funny story about the Egg Bowl. We It was on, but I turned it off as soon as I saw that man on a four-wheeler. Yeah. Listen, man. They do things a little different down there, okay? And I didn't understand. Like, they asked him about the four-wheeler, and he didn't respond with anything. about. I couldn't understand what he said, but he didn't say anything about why he was on the four-wheeler. At all. So I was he's just living his best life. That's why. I mean, that's all. The, that's, that's the only answer you need. I, I guess. He's just in, enjoying himself. Um, Ole Miss is supposed to have this super high-powered offense, and they scored 17 points on the second-worst team in the West. I just... Yeah. I don't know. I, I just it's. I think it's more of an indictment on Ole Miss that they only scored 17 points than it is to say anything negative about Mississippi State that hasn't already been said this year. Yeah, I mean, 17 is tough, especially when you only have three nothing and a half. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. <clears throat> I don't know. It was a. It was a uh, not a great, not a great game from either team. Um, like ran the ball fairly decent though. You know, I feel like I could be wrong about this. I haven't really kept up with like the Oxford media, um, but I feel like people outside of Oxford haven't really been giving him enough credit. But Quinchon Judkins is is 
is he's freaking good, man. He's dog. Like, um, I know he taxed us for every yard he could get. He's over a thousand on the season on two hundred thirty-seven carries. The average is four and a half. It ain't bad at all. It ain't bad at all. What's bad about it is there's only one touchdown in there. That's a little rough, but but if you, I I think, and I'm not looking at it right now, but I think if you look at Jackson Dart's uh, mm-hmm. touchdown numbers on the season, that's probably why. Because that's I, that's where most of their offense comes from anyway. Twenty. Yeah. So I mean that's not a bad that's not a bad year at all. Yeah. Um. No, they're. I think they got a good little squad over there. Uh, I will say. So somebody. So if you're Arkansas fan, everybody knows Mike Irwin. Uh, did you see the Mike Irwin tweet about Lane Kiffin today? I didn't see it. What did he say? So somebody asked Mike Irwin why, like, if there was any details on why we passed on Kiffin. Um. So apparently. Uh, and obviously none of this is confirmed or anything like that, but apparently um, your check interviewed Kiffin. Kiffin showed interest in the position, and when your check reached back out, um, Kiffin directed him to his agent, and your uh, supposedly your check felt like um, since Kiffin had already you know made a verbal agreement. Uh, he felt like he was backing out on that. And so your basically said, uh, that that's not, you know, that's so not the kind of person I want to deal with. Again, this is all, yes, but this is all supposed. None of this is like confirmed by anybody. This is the, the like rumor mill around why Lane Kiffin wasn't hired. So, um, one on, on one hand, if it is true, it doesn't surprise me at all. Like, not even a little bit that Lane Kiffin would would do that. Um, on the other hand, it's I feel like it's irrelevant to even be talking about it. I mean, no, but it was an interesting, it was an interesting tweet, and I didn't know if you'd seen it. Um, as far as the other games today, uh, there's a couple still on, but Oregon is. Doing what they're supposed to do against Oregon State. Penn State is up 42 to nothing on Michigan State. And Texas <laughs> is rolling over Texas Tech. They had oh, a um, numbers today. Do what? Oklahoma put up some numbers on TCU today. Yeah, they did. TCU finally started scoring points today. In the second half, yeah. Well, I mean, they, uh, they had 16 in the first. They scored a bunch of the third. Yeah. Um, that Kendall Bryles offense, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's, uh, you know, a little late, but it's starting to, starting to get going. We'll see how, it, see, see how it goes next season. What's that Washington, Oregon state game on, uh, Saturday? I just think, um, I just think Washington's really good. I don't really know. Like, I, obviously, I don't. I'm not a Washington fan. I don't watch enough uh, 
Washington football to say one way or the other, but I mean, it was obviously a little bit closer than I think people thought it would be. But the fact is, Oregon State is a top, they're top 20 team. I mean, it's not like they're not scrubs, they're not just nobody. I mean, but it is a little closer than they defensive juggernaut game of the day today. Uh, today. Did Iowa play today? <laughs> Good call. Iowa yeah. has Nebraska 13 to 10. Yeah. When you talk about um, the defensive juggernaut, Iowa's always going to be the, always going to be the first, the first option. 13 to 10 against Nebraska? In Lincoln, too. Nebraska threw oh. a pick, pick right at the end to set up a game winning field goal. To be fair, field goals are what I was good at. So, it's a fact. Not a smart move by Nebraska. Just look. Well, they kicked two different kickers today. I'm assuming. Well, that they probably have five freaking kickers on the squad because they. That's all they do. He is. This guy is 17 of 23 on the year. You know when Iowa starts running out of scholarships and they have to choose between, like, a punter and a quarterback? Like, 100% they're going with the punter. They're like, dude, you just – we really like your we really like your style, you know. All right, well, let's, uh, let's talk about it. How much of it did you watch? Um, till the fight. <laughs> which shit, one? I was going to say, which one? <laughs> Oh well, that answer. I mean, that there, you, there you go. Uh, the big one, the the one where the dude, the Mizzou seventy four, I think, or whatever, kicked kicked the kid in the head. Huh? Seventy nine, wasn't it? Whatever. When he kicked the dude in the head, yeah. After he started, and and and, 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 and didn't and didn't get ejected. Yeah. Oh no, that guy. That, we, this must be a different one because seventy nine did get ejected. Well, the the one that I'm talking about, he he kicked. He played. Well after the whistle, kicked the dude in the head, and then didn't get ejected. Didn't see that one. I saw the one that, there where Zach Williams and uh, Gregory got tied up into it with the offensive lineman, and uh, Gregory and Williams and the Missouri lineman all got tossed. Yeah, whatever. I I mean, I, to be just completely upfront, wh- whatever. Like. Uh, I'm not surprised at all. I'm surprised. I am surprised that we have players who have large enough egos that they think they can go out here and, um, you know, get into fights with, with other teams when you, you really have nothing to fight about. You've been getting run over all season. You're going to get run over today. Just, I mean, just show, just play your game and, and, and don't like, why, why are you letting, why are you letting this affect you in the first place? Like, I understand the thing about the, the dude, um, the, the bench, the bench guys coming out. Cause I mean, the fact is, is like, if that, if there's a dude out there that's literally like fucking up a guy, like just assaulting a player, like. 
I don't really blame you for. But if you're tying into it with guys over trash talk, dude, like you're you're out of your league at this point. Let me ask you this. So Zach Williams is obviously a he like today was it regardless. Like he's out of eligibility. Mm-hmm. When you get tossed in early enough in a game like that, knowing that you have nothing else, like at the end of that game, like you have no like scholarship, like nothing is tying you to that football program, right? Yeah. Do you go in the locker room and change clothes and just sit there till the game's over? You go in there and change and bounce. Me personally, or what do I think they should do? Because I don't think what I would do is what they should do. You'd bounce. I would leave. <laughs> that's just me. Um, but I don't I think, think I don't think that's be, the. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the right, right thing. Answer. I don't think could be overly upset if that was the case either. No, and that's the thing. I don't necessarily think it's the right thing to do, but I wouldn't be mad at him if he did. Like. Go, go go do what you need to do, bro. Like, go handle your business. If you don't want to be there, don't be there. Go go do something else. I, frankly, I wouldn't want to be there either. Right. Like, just to be honest about it, like, you know. Three of them by QB2. Do what? Say it again. I said six turnovers was tough. Lost five of them. Three of them were fumbles by Criswell. Yeah, but, I mean... I'm, two, of them were, play, two of them were he was wearing I, back to throw the ball and he got sacked by unblocked rushers. Yeah, it may be misplaced, but I still have a decent amount of faith in Chris Will, honestly. Like Cody Schrader for Missouri went fucking off yeah. today. Kid was a beast. Average yeah, yeah, what, 190 in the first half? In the first half, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, man. Like, I mean, uh, do you have the scores we we predicted last week written down? I thought you wrote them down. Yeah, I do. I know I'm close. I know I'm close. For reference, the final was, what, 48-14? Yep. Yeah. I've got them somewhere. I wrote them down. I know I did. So I remember doing it. I think I, I think it was like forty five ten. I think is what I said. You were fifty two ten. Oh, okay. Well, Ivy was thirty eight to ten. Damn it! I was close, boy. I was forty five fourteen. Oh, you had the closest. Nice. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> nice. One more field goal, and you'd have been. I know it. Spot on. I would have been a damn lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah. Um. Damn, I thought I would have been closer. I d- okay. Now though, that the game's over, do you blame me for for picking them to score fifty two? I mean, well, no. I mean, yeah. how could you? You know, I mean, they they could have easily put up over sixty if they would have. Oh, they could. Oh, one hundred percent. They could have if they wanted to. Um, you you saw the start of the game. I saw the start of the game. They have attendance at fifty nine thousand eight forty seven. Oh God, they were they were stuffing people in there, buddy. I don't. That's maybe how many tickets were sold, but I didn't. 
I don't think there was fifty nine. I don't think there was thirty five thousand people in that. Stadium. I didn't think Mizzou's shitty ass stadium could fit that many people. Or was it at? It was, it was in Razor Rex Stadium. Was it? Oh. Yeah, I didn't think there was thirty five thousand. Oh, I don't know if they said fifty nine. Yeah, they're saying fifty nine eight. What is what is DW Reynolds hold seventy four, seventy two? Yeah, they said eighty three percent capacity. I don't think there's no fucking way. Oh, I'd be shocked. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to the crowd, but I'd be shocked if. Uh, Tell you one thing, when I if, ran out, there wasn't five thousand people yeah. in them fucking stands. I'd be shocked if. If if half of the seats in that stadium uh, were paid for, to be honest with you, I don't. Dude, I like the team, but I'm not gonna pay a bunch of money to go watch them lose a game. I know for a fact they're gonna lose. So here's the other thing I want to talk about this game, and this is the one thing. After this, I'll leave it alone. I don't really even have any care in the world to discuss the rest of it. It is what it is. The season was a complete disaster. Um, but I do want to say that there's a bunch of guys online that are of the, they're, they're doing this thing where they're like, Oh, well, you know, uh, before this weekend, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of willing to give your check a chance for, for letting Pittman come back next year and saying that he was going to come back next year and, and we'll ride it out one more year. But after today, I don't, what, what did you see today that you weren't aware of? five days ago is my question. Like if today was the defining factor for you of like, I'm okay with bringing him back. I'm not. Then what were you expecting to happen today? Right. No, I agree with that. Like there's literally your deciding factor of whether or not he stays or goes. Right. The only reason that today should have changed your opinion on whether he stays or goes is if we abs if we if we literally like won by forty points. Right. Would have been the only thing that should have changed your opinion from last week to this week. Because beating FIU shouldn't have changed your opinion. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> so whatever your opinion was leading up to FIU should be the same as it was after the Mizzou game, because if you didn't think that we were going to show up today and get beat by 50, like, we, which we absolutely could have, um, you were wrong if you didn't think that was going to happen. Like, Missouri's going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Right. Like, are we, are we, I mean, what, what do we do? I just... Sometimes this fan base is difficult to deal. I love the team, but I, I've, we've had this discussion plenty of times. I can't stand the 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 fan the, the fans of the team that I like. Like, it's it's really difficult to to read some of these comments and be like, yeah, that's a knowledgeable person who knows what they're talking about. They have a really expectations. And they want everything fixed. And they want to fix that. Yeah, they have a really solid grasp on reality. That guy, you know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just outside of that, I don't really <clears throat> have any more to say about it. I was just really, it's just really funny to me that there are people that were hinging their opinion on whether or not Sam Pittman should come back on how we played against Mizzou. Like, are you? Are you like? I just, I don't, I don't get it. 
Um, outside of that, we really we really uh, got to wait till tomorrow to get a lot of the a lot of the decent games this week. Um, I know it should be lopsided, but the Florida State Florida game I think is a I think is going to be a lot better than than some people think it will. Yep. Dude, the I mean, I, I mean, obviously Jordan Travis is out, but I was reading up. I, I'll admit, I don't know anything about the backup quarterback at Florida State, but I did read an article about him, and apparently, he's pretty good. So, he performed well after the injury last week. Well, and what I was reading. Uh, I guess either last year, he's been the backup for four years. Um, either last year or the year before, he had to come in against Louisville and led a, a pretty solid comeback against uh, Louisville and won the game for him as a backup. So he has experience. He's got, you know, he's he's done it before. So, I mean, you know, I hope, I hope he comes out and, you know, Gives himself gives himself a, a a shot to to make a name because I don't know no, four year backup four year backup no but I read a whole article about the guy and I don't even remember his name so <laughs> you know I'll be honest with you like it is what it is but I think that'll be a good game um, I think even though South Carolina has been a little uh, a little rough this year. I think the Clemson South Carolina game is sneaky good. I think Spencer Rattler's gonna go off. I I don't think he, I I'll put it to you this way. I'm not gonna say he will, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Um, I mean Spencer Rattler always has the potential to go off. He's that guy, you know. I mean, he's always got that potential. But I also think Clemson is so inconsistent this year. They're so inconsistent. Like, I just, I think it'll be a sneaky good game. Is Dabo's reign at Clemson done? Does he need to move on and go somewhere else, or is he? I don't. Obviously, if he was at A and M, he would he'd been gone before this year even started. I'll put it to you this way: I don't, I don't think so. If he cuts the shit out about hate, like, oh, I can't stand the transfer portal, and we're not going to do the transfer portal, and da 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 da. If he if he adapts and quits doing that stupid stuff, I think he's fine. I think he'll be fine at Clemson. In fact, I think he's has a, if he does what he's supposed to do with that, I think he has a potential to get back into the the, the playoff you know conversation in the next couple of years. But this whole mindset of like, well, everybody's you know doing the transfer portal, but we don't like that here, so we're not going to do it. You're gonna. You're you're gonna go eight and seven and five, eight and four every year, and you're gonna be happy about it because that's all you're gonna be able to achieve. Um, right. If he can get if he can get past that, if he can get out of his own way, yeah, dude, I think he'll be fine there. I don't think they have. I mean, they're not gonna fire him this year, for sure. They pr- honestly, outside of like a four and eight season, they probably won't fire him next year. Um, even if they seven and five, eight and four, they probably won't fire him next year. Um, what's your take on the Ohio State Michigan game at 11 a.m.? Oh, uh, what tomorrow? Yeah, this is probably not the right take to have for like the, 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 
like subject matter of the podcast that would me and you do every week, but I don't actually give a shit. I don't I hope they both lose. <laughs> well, saying like, we're gonna put it we you're gonna have to pick one. Who do I think or who do I want? Both. If I had to pick who I want to win, well, actually, it's probably the same answer for both as Michigan. Same. I can't stand Ohio State. I can't stand Michigan either, but I can't stand Ohio State more. Yeah, I'm on board with that. But my my Ohio State hatred comes from KJ Hill and uh, and the bowl game. And about that, that, that's about it. Outside of that, I mean, Michigan, they've never done anything to me. I just don't like them. Right. You got anything else college foosball related? Um, I thought there was, wasn't there another injury? Oh, yeah. So the last thing, and then I'm cool with moving on. The KJ injury. Didn't see it. Do you think, okay, regardless of where you saw it or not, um, do you think that it affects his decision to stay or not? Or do you think he's already made the decision before we before we even kicked off today? I think he made a decision before we kicked off today because he put out either a tweet or an Instagram post um, that either said last one or one more. And I think, I want to say it said last one. Um, oh, he's gone. If if it said last one, then he's gone. If it said one more, then you know. See, this is these are intricate details you got to understand. So his IG post said last one. That's all it said. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He knew that. Yeah, he made that decision for a game. That that doesn't mean he's going to the draft. He could transfer. Right. I hope he does. I hope he transfers to like A and M, and I hope he beats the dog shit. We've had a conversation game. about this. About I hope he does. One- the one college football coach this season who licked his butthole. Yeah. And do you remember who it was? If he goes to if he, are you talking about if he goes to TCU? No, 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 no. What are you talking about? The other SEC head football coach who was extremely extremely Oh, you're talking about Alabama. Yep. Yeah. The only reason I say TCU is because him and Kendall like there's no I mean, there's no two ways about it. The fact is him and Kendall had a different like they were oh, they yeah. they worked together on a different level 100%. i mean you know if he transfers i think that yeah either tcu or one of the higher in sec school, he's not going to transfer out of the sec to go play for just anybody if he transfers out of the sec it's going to be to go play for kendall outside yeah. of that he's going he's going somewhere in the league and it's going to be somewhere way better than arkansas on the off chance that he declares and he gets drafted. Um, I think he's got a decent shot to, to at least to, to at least show something in the NFL, but I don't think he's a nothing against him personally. Cause I love the dude, but I don't think he's a long-term solution for any of the, the NFL teams out there right now looking for a QB. I agree with that hundred percent. Um, he declares he's highest for me. Projection is early to mid fourth. Oh, the highest, yeah, for sure. If yeah, that'd be high. I think if yeah. if he went early fourth, I think that'd be a 
I think somebody's reaching. Whatever they put in front of you if they you early fourth. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, you have your pen ready if you get right. picked in the early fourth. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Um, let's say in the football realm and wrap it up. So we don't have much NFL stuff to talk about, but yeah, there's. A, I mean, there's a few stuff. I mean, there's a few games uh, today and yesterday, but um, I know you were. I know you watch on Monday when the Chiefs lost to the Eagles. So. So, fun fact, I was with a mutual friend of ours in, where were we at? In Boston, Massachusetts, on Monday night, watching that game at a bar, and it was pretty hype. Um, I gotta say, okay, so, okay, two things, actually. I'm gonna say two things about that game, and then... Outside of that, it is what it is. Everything you said when we had the discussion about the very first game of the season, the Chiefs-Lions game, when the Chiefs lost to Detroit in week mm-hmm. one, and they they essentially lost because of the wide receivers. Like, there was no... You could pretty much put the entire loss on the fact that the wide receivers basically played like they had their hands amputated before the game started. Right. Um. The same can be said, even though there was one, obviously one catch that that stood out. The same can be said about the game on Monday night, because I think if I remember right, they said that they had tied for the most drops. Tied hell. They hold the fucking they're number one in a league for the most drops with currently. No, I mean, that game in a a single game game for the season. And they had um yeah, they had, a, they had a shitload of drops. They had five in that game. Yeah, five. Yeah, is called a drop. I think it's more. Than so that. the other the other thing I want to point out is, and I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. I don't watch enough Chiefs football to know. But um, Justin Watson, right? Yeah. Or Watkins, what's his name? Wat- Watson. Watson. Yeah. Eleven targets for Justin Watson. Five receptions. Yeah, so rough, buddy. Yeah, rough, rough. Um, obviously, now i i wanna I wanna do two things here. I wanna criticize this dude, but I also wanna say that it's not entirely his fault. So the MVS drop, right? A hundred and fifty percent. Okay, I can't say one hundred fifty percent. Like ninety ninety five percent, he catches that. Chiefs win the game. I get there. Like if he catches it, there's still what about a minute left on the clock. Jalen hurts technically could get him downfield, but like 95%, he catches that ball. They win the game, right? Yeah. There's a lot of momentum swing on that, but, but you and I, you and I have had this conversation before. You can't put it all on. uh, Yeah. I know he dropped it, but you can't put it on him. If you weren't in the situation to begin with, no, it ain't all on him. I mean, Mahomes threw a fucking pick in the red zone. Kelsey had right. the ball pushed out of his arms. Kelsey had. Yep. yep. Um, if, if you if you if you don't allow yourself to be put in the situation where the entire game falls down on one guy, then you can't blame. I mean, you can't blame MBS for losing the game. Now he probably blames himself. You know, just the way those dudes are. Right. But you, I mean. 
it's a bad drop. It's a really bad drop. Oh yeah. But but you can't blame the loss on on him. And there's guys doing that. There's a lot of guys doing blaming it on him. And it's like because it was a perfect pass. I mean, it was a beautiful pass. Yeah. Um. But it's raining, and he. Th- I mean, it's an over the shoulder catch in the rain for a guy who. Without talking too much shit about it, like hasn't had great hands this year. Correct. It, it's a it, <clears throat> it's a tough catch. It is a tough catch. Um, they ran the ball extremely well. I mean, they ran for they put more yards up on Philadelphia running the ball than anybody else has all year. All yep. year all well, year. the I mean, the first half was. I mean, the the Chiefs in the first half were were they looked like they were about to run away with it. Yeah, but knowing that you don't watch it, we've had three straight games where we've not scored in the second half. At all. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, tough. But, so uh, you're so 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 what does that come down to? Like your second and a half your second half adjustments just I mean aren't, lack thereof. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, just I'm, don't exist. Like I mean, I mean what I mean to, like legit, like what are you if you have a first half like that against the Eagles. Like, what, what are you going? What do you adjust to? Because pretty much anything you did other than drop balls was working. So okay. So the only thing I would say to that is the only thing you can adjust to is to, which, maybe part of the problem may not. I don't. I don't know what the locker room looks like at halftime. But I would say the only thing you can adjust to is what you predict the Eagles are going to adjust to. If that makes sense. No, it does. So, you know, we've been doing this. The Eagles are probably going to come out in the second half and do this. So this is the adjustment we need to make. And either either that adjustment is wrong or there's or which I don't think that he's doing this. Um, but if he is, it's a problem. He's going in and he's saying first half was great. Keep doing what we're doing. You know, yeah, I mean, you can't do that at any level of football, let alone the damn NFL. Right, not, and the thing is, is previous previous experience would tell me that he's not doing that. You know, I don't think that that's kind of. The, I don't think their coaching staff is is just going in at halftime and being like, "Nah, we're, we're good. Gonna, just keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Nothing to say. No, no, no complaints. Just keep doing what you're doing." Because yeah, what did Patrick do? What? what did Patrick throw for on Monday? One seventy or something? One seventy-seven. Yeah, dude, like. I just, I don't know. It's. I mean, you go look at the stat line. You you beat them. You beat them on paper. Except for, I mean, the turnovers were. You beat them on paper because of how lopsided the first half was. 100%. I think. Um, It's funny because the Chiefs, maybe you can agree with me on this. Obviously, you're a Kansas City fan. I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Um, the Chiefs are in the same boat as Pittsburgh, but with more talent. I think. I think the Chiefs and the, and the Steelers are 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 kind of one in the same in the sense that, um, the games we've won have been close, and some of them we probably shouldn't have won. Um, and the games we've lost, we 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 pretty much deserve to lose because we screwed it up. Right. And our defense um, is regressing the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we sacked sure. five times in the first half. 
Yeah, yeah. Five sacks in the first half is unreal. Like, <laughs> like I'll put it to you this way. If I was Jalen Hurts going into the locker room at halftime, I'd be freaking pissed, buddy. I'd be like, I don't know what y'all need to do, but whatever it is, you need to figure it out now because I'm tired of pulling Chris Kirk Jones out of my face. Hit twice. Then we got a, a defensive back coming off the edge untouched twice to sack me. Yeah, just y'all need to uh, – yeah, y'all need to figure it out, buddy. Like, like I don't understand the, the reasoning behind it. I wish that someone would ask the question so I could get an answer, but I don't understand the – I don't understand targeting Justin Watson 11 times when he has six receptions on it. I get that was end of the game. But you got Rasheed Rice, who has five targets, four catches. Kadarius Tony had two targets, two catches. McKinnon, three catches – or three targets, two catches – you got all these guys that have less so less space, but then it goes. It even goes into the running back thing too. Like, like I feel like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, especially after last year, is more like an experiment at this point. But we still use him. He had two carries for. He averaged ten yards a carry on two carries on Monday night. What if you're going to use him? Like I feel like two. What's the point of using him just two times? Because it wasn't it wasn't like it was in critical situations when they used him. It was just random, like here, we're well, gonna go do this play, go out there and do this play. Don't know if this is I don't know if this is correct or not, but it could be just as a possibility that the situations that they throw Edward Solaire in and and they pick up I mean, call it ten yards a carry, um they're doing it at a specific point in time to catch Philly in this game specifically to catch Philly off guard, um, whatever the scheme, whatever they scheme up for Edwards Alaire on that specific play in that specific moment is just, is just the right combination. Um, and maybe they don't run into that right combination very often in the game. I don't know. I'm not saying that is the case. It's just a possibility. I don't, I'm just trying to, I mean, dude, ROC got fired this week. So, like, I'm not one to talk about offense. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But it's just. Quarterback might get fired next week. Do you want to know something? Here's the thing. Do you know who Kenny Pickett is? Do you know who, who, if he had a parallel to another person, who he is? Who? He's the quarterback of Sam Pittman. Basically, okay. he's super likable. He's he, like like very likable dude. He's got some level of talent, um, but he is in over his head. He is out of his element. He is in over his head. Um, I like the guy, man. I really do. And I was I had high hopes for him, you know. But Kenny Pickett should be fired. <laughs> Who's do you know who his backup is? I have no idea, but if it's not Mason, I mean, if Mason, I feel like if Mason Rudolph was still on the team, he would be playing. So there's no way it's Mason Rudolph because if Mason Rudolph was still in Pittsburgh, he would be he would be playing. No, I do not know who his backup is, but I can look real quick. I'm getting it pulled up. Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph is the third stringer. There's no way. There's no way. No way. You see the Browns sign this week since we're on quarterbacks in the NFL? 
Uh, I did, but I can't remember. I, I remember Joe reading it. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Good. Good. I, you know, as much as I am not supposed to like the Ravens, I've always liked Joe Flacco. I think he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a team guy. He doesn't have a lot of ego. Joe Flacco's, Joe Flacco's a good, he's real humble, you know? Um, yeah. I like Joe Flacco. So, how do you think the Steelers fare against the, the Bengals in Cincinnati? On so, so, no, Joe Burr. Joe Burr, yeah, he done, boy. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burr done. Um, the fact is, is if you'd ask me, how do I think the Steelers fare in every game that they've played this year? We, and and I and I was right. We would we would have two wins. So <laughs> I really, I really don't know. Uh, I expect them to win because it's today, like as of today, Cincinnati is the only team in the AFC North that's not projected to be in the playoffs. Right. So, like, should they win? Yeah. The Pittsburgh should probably beat a Joe Burrowless Cincinnati team. Well, they're favored to do so. Yeah, but... I, I just want you to understand, we have a winning record. We, have, we are 6-4, and four, right? Mm-hmm. Which is par for the course Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season and I hope that streak continues this year um we're six and four but the fact is we're averaging fewer points on offense than we're allowing on defense it's tough we I think but going into this week I don't know what it is after this week and I'm not going to do the math in my head cuz I'm going to look like an idiot if I do. Going into this week we were averaging 17 points a game on offense and we were allowing 20 points a game on defense. And at that time we were 6 and 3. Yeah. That is a stu- that is stupid. That's yeah. That's dumb, I think. Um but, you know, it is what it is. I think, like I said, I think the Chiefs and the Steelers are kind of, they kind of have the same um, general, uh, we're winning games that we probably shouldn't win right now. Um, and hopefully it lasts the rest of the season. I think they're kind of in the same boat. The, 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 the Chiefs are just doing it with better talent. They have more talent on their team to do that with. Um, but since we're talking about it, I th- I don't know if we brought it. We might have talked about it on the show last week, but I know we've talked about it um, in in person or not in person, but on the phone. Um, did you see Tom Brady's comments about the NFL? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, here's the first thing that came to my mind when he when I heard him say it was like, like you're like a barely over a year removed. And he was talking about the rules being catered to the players and being not as tough. And he's the reason those. Yeah, he's rules the reason change has to fucking <laughs> the quarterback in the first place. Yeah. Maybe he has CTE. Maybe he's, he's just been hit too many times. He doesn't remember. So, I, I think the I think that first of all, I think he's right. I mean. You, you, 
you're right in that he's he's responsible for some of these rule changes, but I also think he's right um, in that the, the NFL, the product, yeah, the, the the product that's being put on the field right now is is less than it used to be. Um, I, I had this conversation with somebody ten years ago, twenty thirteen. Go through the list of quarterbacks in the NFL in 2013 and tell me that today's product is as good, is, is not even better, but as good as it was 10 years ago. And if you can honestly tell me that, then I'll say you're wrong. But at there, I mean, it, it's, it's, and and I understand, like I'm not putting everything on the on the on the QB, but the fact is, is that the QB is essentially the centerpiece of the offense, and what drives ratings, TV ratings, is offense. People want to see offense, and if you're every year, the caliber of player you have on offense is getting worse, then the ratings are going to go down, and the product is not going to be as uh, marketable or as enticing to the people you're trying to market it to. And I think that right now that's exactly what's happening. It's, it is a worse product. It's harder to market. People are losing interest because the thing that makes the game fun to watch for most people sucks in general across the board. So your top five in 2013 in numerical order, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. You just named four Hall of Famers. <laughs> the fact is, the fact is, on that list, you've also got Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yep. Also, probably a Hall of Famer. Matt Ryan. Like, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Joe Flacco. Romo. One of. Yeah. I, okay. These are the guys you had playing ten years ago, and now you've got who? Who? Okay. Today, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts, Tua, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, yeah. Um, I think you could there. Yeah, if you can stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, probably. Are any of those guys? I would say two of those are on par with the entire list that you just listed from ten years ago. Not better, but like could potentially have a season just as good or have a career just as good. And the only right. two on that list that I think are you're talking about Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, right? Yeah. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are the only two guys right now today that look to be on that trajectory. Maybe, maybe you could throw Josh Allen in there. So was the going to be plays this year, like or plays the rest? Next well, that's why I said maybe. Well, that's why I said maybe because the fact I mean yeah. Peyton Manning had a bad season, Tom Brady had a bad season. I mean, you give a guy a bad year, right? right? You give a guy a bad year. If Josh Allen has a bad year, and then you know whatever, I'm just saying Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes maybe Josh Allen. Year, I hope. So, so is is the product? Is Tom Brady wrong? Is the product that's on the field today? better or worse or the same as it was 10 years ago. 
I'd say it's worse, specifically in that position. Specifically in that position. But, I mean, let's be honest. Right, that position. Without going, through every, without going through every position, I guarantee you, there may be some where it's not, but I guarantee you most of the offensive positions for sure is probably about the same. Look at your top running backs from 10 years ago. Who's your top running backs in 2013? I guarantee you. If you look at the guys today, your top running backs in the league today, it's not it's not the Sean same. McCoy, Marshawn Lynch, Matt Forte, Ryan Matthews, Eddie Lacy, Chris Johnson, AP, Frank Gore, Jamal Charles, Alfred Morris, Le'Veon Bell. Actually, okay, I'd put the running backs probably about the same. Most of those guys, I mean there's what probably two Hall of Famers in that in that list, maybe. So I don't know. The running back quality is probably about the same. But like I said, the quarterback the quarterback is the centerpiece of the offense. The offense is what drives TV ratings. Quarterbacks today comparatively suck. Yeah. No, That's the argument I'm making, and I think Tom Brady. Tom Brady knows. He's a little bit right. I hate I hate to say it, but he's a little bit right. I just wish he would have acknowledged that he was part of the reason, a lot of the reason that quarterbacks have so much protection around them. That was my biggest you, thing with. I his. agree. Do you so the, the the do you do you listen to uh, the Nightcap podcast with uh, Shannon Sharp and Ochocinco? Occasionally, and that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is. did you listen to the one where they talked about the Tom Brady stuff? I did not. So they made a pretty good point in that um, before Tom Brady, I don't remember who it was, but they they mentioned who it was. Somebody got freaking killed on a uh, on a tackle that was below the waist, essentially. Uh-huh. Uh, and a few years later, Tom Brady got injured on the same tackle. And after Tom Brady got injured specifically, they made that rule change in 2007, I think. That was against the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and, 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 and the thing is, is they pointed that out. And I think you're absolutely right. Like, he is specifically the reason for some of those rule changes. But, I don't. I also don't think that precludes him from being able to point out that overall the product is still markedly worse than it was during his. And I don't want to put it all on him because I don't like his. I don't like his former head. I don't like Bill Belichick either. I wonder how much of it was him lobbying to get. That's the other thing. Quarterback protection. There's probably a fair amount of it that that was on Bill Belichick. Right. I mean, the thing is, it's not like Tom Brady went out and asked the the NFL to make the rule change. Right. If they did it, they did it of their own accord because it was Tom Brady. But it's not like Tom Brady's writing Roger Goodell a letter being like, hey, buddy, you want to <laughs> come to the to the cookout this weekend? You're going to make this rule change. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't think anybody's under any illusion that that's what happened. So... Anyway, um, 
other uh, Thanksgiving games or, or or anything like that. I I watched the uh, I watched the Jets game today, the Jets Dolphins game. Um, I did not watch any of the games yesterday. We watched so. we watched Packers Lions. Yep. Um, then we watched a little bit of all of them, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. We didn't watch much of the Cowboys Commanders. That was a, that was a yeah, that looks like a beatdown. Um, we watched some of the 49ers Seahawks. Yeah. Watched a little bit of all of them. Yeah, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, McCaffrey went off. McCaffrey, McCaffrey went off. Just, he was bloodied up by yeah. the early. He had he went off. I, you know how I know he went off? Take a guess. Your fantasy, fantasy. scored points in so long. <laughs> Man, you're so good at guessing, dude. Like, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's what his record is for fantasy this year. Yeah, I Ryan. Know. Ryan, I just want you to – no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Before before I – I just want – I will tell you that I drafted Travis Kelsey with the first overall pick. Yeah. Now tell me what my record is. Just give him, just give him, what's your guess for his win total? I'll put it to you this way: that we're 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 eleven games in, so that, yep. that should, there you go. We're eleven games in, so what what what's my record through eleven? Um, let's say six and five. Oh shit, <laughs> buddy! If I was six and five, do you know what I would do? Do you know the, <laughs> the horrible, disgusting things I would do to be six and five right now? Bro, I'm pretty sure. The things I would do to be six and five are illegal in most countries. You got a big old fucking goose egg. You got a goose I'm, egg? I am over, my friend. I am over. Even with all those Taylor Swift games? I'm he telling hurt? you, dude. Well, okay, to be fair, I traded Travis Kelsey in like week three well, for, uh, for B. John Robinson. So, oh, okay. So are you, Which, with, uh, with McCaffrey going off, did you are you set up to? How far are you ahead right now? Assuming you're ahead. <laughs> oh, I don't have McCaffrey. Did you think I, I had McCaffrey? I I against, <laughs> I'm playing against McCaffrey. Oh well, you're fucked. You're fucked. Let me uh, let me pull it up because I'm going to tell you what the score looks like <laughs> as of right now. Okay, as of this current moment, uh, I have had three players play. Um, my opponent has had five players play, and the current score is thirteen point five to ninety two point five. Jesus, I have a hey, hold on, I have a twenty four percent chance to pull out this victory though. It's higher than I would have given you. So so far, oh excuse me, I had two players. I have two players that have played. Um. So, <laughs> as of right now, I had Terry McLaurin, old scary Terry. He scored nine. And I had Jake Ferguson at tight end score four and a half, which is funny because the Cowboys dropped 45. And Jake Ferguson only scored four and a half points. Um, my opponent had McCaffrey for 33, Waddle for 21 and a half, AJ Dillon for 11, Dallas defense for 19, excuse me, and the, the Dallas kicker for eight. It's a rough yeah. one, boys. So that kicker had almost as many points as your highest player so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, rough. Yeah, Scary Terry's been been decent this year, but yeah, he had a he had a 
Well, like I said, the the commanders got freaking killed, man. Like yeah. it's you know it's hard to. I'm a little disappointed in the Jake Ferguson four and a half points when your team scored forty five, uh, and you had four and a half. I it's a little, you know. I'm not saying that I'm going to call up Jerry Jones, but you know I might <laughs> call up Jerry Jones, let him know how I feel about it. <clears throat> You got a banger for Monday Night Football this week, bud. Oh, yeah? Bears at Vikings. Oh, buddy. I will be <laughs> I'll be all in on that thing. You got to hurt Kirk Cousins. He'll probably be on the sideline cheering people on, you know? That's, With his helmet on. Uh, yep. Boy, Dobbs is uh, he's looking pretty impressive. I'm happy yeah. for it. I am too. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. Vikings still suck. So, Bears are even I mean, worse. So are the, so the Bears. Yeah. I mean, I can't. <laughs> you know, it, I'm super happy they scheduled that game for Monday night. You know, yeah. when nothing else is on TV. Um, big games this week besides that highfalutin affair? Um, Chiefs Raiders. In Las Vegas, <clears throat> Raiders are on a tear with that new head coach they got right now. So I'm, that game makes me nervous. Um, Bill's Eagles. Eagles. Bill's Eagles could be interesting if Jer- or Josh Allen could come out and play football again. Um, I, I, I want to point out Josh Allen is 125 yards away from 3K. Yeah, I get that. So, but the problem I have with him is he had nine touchdowns for eight picks. That's my issue. Josh Allen? Excuse me. I was looking at the wrong one. Where'd he go? I was going to say, he's got 22 touchdowns and 12 picks. I was I was on Stafford for some reason and went cross-eyed. That's okay. Um, I like Matt Stafford, too. He's having a rough year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another that interesting whole team is having a rough year. That's a fact. Yep. Browns at Broncos. Oh, um, hot take of the week. Broncos roll them. I think so as well. Broncos have won four in a row, dude. I know. That Browns defense is stout, though. It is. Yeah, but I hate them, so I'm going to pick against them. <laughs> I, don't really have a, I don't really have an argument for you. I just don't like them. So, the shittiest know. game of the week is probably the 2-8 and eight Patriots at the 3-8 and eight Giants. Oh, that's going to be a shit show. <laughs> That's going to be um, – unless you're – No, I think – no, 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 no. I think Titans-Panthers is worse. Thanks. I think Titans-Panthers is worse. Yeah. I'd rather watch that one. I I, I, I can assure you if, if Carolina-Tennessee is on my television this weekend, I've been kidnapped and you need to put out <laughs> an ATV because it ain't me, buddy. It ain't me. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I do not want to watch that game. Um. That's all I got for the NFL, buddy. Yeah, same here. I want to. I know it's not a it's not a very long conversation. Um, but I want to save college basketball for last. So I'm gonna I want to interject before we talk about college basketball. I want to interject with the MLB. Okay. Um. 
just a quick rundown of kind of some of the free agent stuff going on so far. So Lance Lynn going back to St. Louis. Super happy about that. You know, I'm a big Lance Lynn fan. You know, I'm a big St. Louis fan. So glad to see him coming back. Um, I know he's had a little bit of a rough go of it the last couple seasons, but I have high hopes. It's a one-year deal, $10 million. I think there's a club option. Um, but high on that. The other thing, don't know if you saw, Isaiah Campbell traded. I did see that to the Red Sox. To the Red Sox. Have you, my good friend, read any of the Boston media's uh, write-ups on Isaiah Campbell? No, because I just saw that he got traded to them yesterday when he took a picture with Juracek in the Bahamas. So, I will send you the articles that I read, but before I send them to you, I'll send them to you after the show, but I'll send them to you. I want to talk about him real quick. Isaiah Campbell pitched 28 and two thirds, I think, MLB innings last season for Seattle. Uh-huh. He is projected by some Boston writers to be a day one high leverage reliever for the Red Sox in the same realm as Chris Martin. That's big. So, apparently they are pretty high on pretty Isaiah high Campbell. On it, yeah. yeah, which is good because he's been in Little Rock playing for the freaking Travs for like ever. So, yeah. um, super happy for Campbell. Uh, I'm probably going to go drop some money on a jersey. Yeah, um, you know, I like to represent. I got my Fletcher, my D-backs, my Fletcher. All out. Yeah, I'm not turning around. But I got my Fletcher jersey on right now. Um, old D. Fletch in Arizona. He's going to hopefully, hopefully get traded. And get traded to somewhere where they don't have like six freaking outfielders in their farm Kansas system City, who are like, let's go. Let's go. It, you know what? Dominic Fletcher would probably be the best player in Kansas City if he got traded. So I'm cool with that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Campbell to the Red Sox, Lance Lynn back to the cards. Um, still don't know where Shohei's going. I think there was something else. There was some another free agent pickup, wasn't there? Or am I just... Nola signed a big contract to stay in Philly. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Nola. Yeah, going back to Philly. Um, huge, right? Yeah, yeah, huge for them, huge for them. You couldn't let him go. Um, Yamamoto, yeah, okay, so that's the other one that we obviously don't know where he's going to go yet. But the the free agency bidding for uh Yamamoto out of the MPB started yesterday, yesterday or the day before. Um, I don't remember. But um, wherever he goes is a huge pickup. Mm-hmm. The dude, I don't know if you looked at his stats from the MPB, but the dude, let's see, last season, 24 starts, 176 Ks in 171 innings. <laughs> That's stupid. Okay. 
He's five foot ten, one seventy five. Go at it. And he's Japanese, so he has a stupid splitter. He's got a mid nineties splitter that is apparently the dumbest thing you've ever seen. Just rakes. Well, I mean, <laughs> the Shohei splitter is stu- apparently like the the. They just teach it in Japanese high school, like how to throw a stupid freaking splitter. Like, hey, they probably do. Want want to go play professional baseball? Like, we're gonna have an entire high school class on how to throw a midnight. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. have fun. Um, so Yamamoto, that seeing where he goes is gonna be huge. I think. God, I hope not. But I think right now the Mets are like a pretty big, uh, supposed landing spot um speaking of the mets one more thing and then we can move on there's not a whole lot of mlb stuff edwin diaz coming back this season bro are you hyped i know that's like your favorite closer buddy yeah get the trumpets back out bring him back out he do you, he uses the same walkout song you think he's got to right he has to he has to yeah it'd be stupid not to really if you think about it Hundred percent. Other than yeah, Interstellar, man, one of the greatest ones in the last thirty years. Oh, it's definitely for sure. Now, I'm not going to sit here and like rack my brain, but for sure, it's top three. Um, but Interstellar man's going to be number one, right? Always. Um, yeah. Anyway, good MLB stuff. Hopefully, you know, I don't like to do it because I don't like it. But, and I have a feeling I know what your reaction is going to be. Tell me. I don't know if you've seen it. Tell me. Any comment on the Josh Giddy oh, allegations? Um, it's funny that you ask because I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I've been off the internet. No, oh, it just came, just came out. He's been accused of sleeping with an underage girl. Oh, uh, well, you can go back to episode, I don't know, six, five, seven, one, three, three two, whichever one, whichever one we talked about, Wander Franco, and you can find out exactly how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> Said that, at this point, victim posted yeah. pictures to her social media account with him in it, and it says, just, just fuck giddy. Okay, hold on. Okay, there's two, uh, uh, one question, and it's it's not really it's not like legitimately going to change my opinion. But how old is she supposed to be? So, I've heard she could be 15 or she could be 16. Kick which him out in of Oklahoma, league. 16 is legal. I don't give a shit if it's legal or not. Fuck him. Kick him out of the league. No, no. absolutely What's not. Legal? 16 in Oklahoma is legal. No, no, dude. Here's the thing. The only reason I ask is if he was like. If he was like one and done, just drafted, nineteen years old, and she was like gonna be eighteen in a month, like okay, I don't really care, like whatever. But nah, sixteen or under, this dude has a job, like has a a career, yep. is a multimillionaire, playing a sport. Nah, sixteen's too young for you, bud. Yep. Nah, fuck you. I hope you and Wander Franco share the same gel cell. To be honest uh now granted let me caveat all of it 
if he did it. Yes. Because I don't, I'm not trying to get, you know, caught up with no fucking defamation or none of that. If he did it, that's how I feel. If he didn't do it, shoot your shot, bro. Play your game. Um, I knew that's where you're going to stand up, but I want to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I hadn't seen that. I didn't know that. I've got the article pulled up now, though. Uh, yeah, nah, nah. You can, nah. I do, oh, since you brought it up, I don't think we talked about it on here. Um, the Trevor Bauer stuff. Have you seen the most recent stuff to come out about that? Not the most recent. I have not. I so, saw like a week or two ago where they were petitioning MLB to get him back in. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about as far as the league goes. I'm talking uh, about the on on the on the case side of it. No, I'm not. So apparently, most recently, or the most recent information. Oh, I can't remember who it was. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm, I'm going to feel like an idiot now that I can't remember who it was. So apparently she, whatever her name is, I don't remember. Um, so apparently. Oh, Lindsay Hill. Okay. This is, so apparently she sent um, these text messages. And. The, the text message says this is a legit this is a text message from the chick who accused trevor bauer of beating her up and asked mm-hmm. for a bunch of money in the settlement right mm-hmm. text message says next victim star pitcher for the dodgers mm. right so apparently who did she re- send this to like Best, so, like one of her friends man. or something. Like one of her friends. Um, well, who, so, the, who she done this to before? Well, okay, that's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. So I can't remember who all it was, but I know the article that came out about it a couple weeks ago was that she had not the whole like, he beat me up, I want a bunch of money thing, but the sleeping with Bob. She apparently also slept with Fernando Tatis. Junior, which we're gunning for the paycheck. Yeah, go big or go home. Are you fucking kidding me? And so you go Tatis, then you go Bauer. Like there was another name too. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Herself in prison. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Tatis was on there though. Um. But there was another player too, and I can't, I can't for the life. Oh, it was uh, uh, Mike Clevenger. <laughs> oh my god! Which you know he just got in a bunch of, um, he just got in a bunch of trouble too. But yeah, um, yeah, it was Mike Clevenger and Fernando Tatis Jr. that were like also listed as um, people that she had in the league that she had. So I guess what I'm getting at is like, I don't really care anybody who listens to this, the three people who listen to this show. I don't care what your opinions on Trevor Bauer are. If he's an asshole, if you don't like him, whatever. At this point in time, it appears that everything legally that he was accused of is a hundred percent false. Yeah. 
Yeah. To be fair, I don't really like the guy either, but I'm not going to sit here and say he's a freaking, you know, rapist, woman-beating piece of shit when everything that's come out, everything that's come out about this case has been the opposite of that. Right. So, anyway, Trevor Bauer belongs back in the MLB. That's all I'll say. That may be a hot take. I may um, a lot of people may hate me for that, but it's just that's just the way I feel. I'm so, with it. It is what it is. You can't just accuse people of doing something wrong when they didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe that's a maybe maybe that's a the wrong opinion to have, but that's how I feel. So, um. Anyway, I I'd, I'd forgotten about that. Wanted to bring it up. So let's move on to. The big, the big one for the night, uh, because we have a lot, a <laughs> lot to discuss. So I wanted to segue the Arkansas-Missouri football game into, for obvious reasons, into the KU-Marquette game. I didn't is see Kevin? I know they, I knew they had a little scuffle. Is uh, Kevin McCall Jr. wrong? I don't. I don't know. I didn't see what all happened, so I don't have like. You're gonna have to give me the situation because I did not. So I did it not looked see. like. Obviously, I can't tell what he's saying. I can't. I can't. I mean, I probably. You know, I'm oh, sure there's someone on the internet. Yes. Is Kevin McCullough Jr. wrong for that? I think yes. Kevin McCullough yeah. Jr. is wrong for that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't care who you are. And I don't care what you've done in that game. You don't sit there and and trash talk the freaking coaching staff of the other team. Yeah, I'm not here for that. While you're on the court, while you're in the game. It's not like you're on the bench and you're like, you're like, hey, Shaka, nice haircut, you know? Like, no, you're in the middle of the game and you're trash talking the coach and you got, I just, I, I know, I know you like Kansas, bro. Kevin McCullough Jr. is wrong for that. No, I agree. I don't. I don't, I don't like it at all. It's, it's a bad look. It's it, a bad it, look. This, this is this sounds bad, but especially when you're getting drummed like you were. Keep oh, your yeah. fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Well, I said the same thing about the Arkansas Missouri thing. When you know you're <laughs> about to get your shit wrecked, right. like why are you starting stuff? You know. Um, yeah, no, he's, he, this is no indictment on him as a basketball player, but he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's got an ego problem. And this won't be the first time. This won't be the first it's dude. We're six games into the season. This isn't going to be the first time this season that he does something stupid. Um, any hot take growing up in, No, yeah, I mean, Ryan, you're from I mean, uh, you're from Kansas. You tell me yep. how you feel about your best friend Kevin McCullough Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't disagree. I mean, I don't think you should run your mouth to the bench or especially to the coaching staff during a game. But you know, he, I don't know. You know, I so understand I do- emotions run high and. I do want to explain because I mean there there may be some 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 like the reason I say personally me that I that I say that about the coaching staff specifically is like if you're gonna trash talk another player I'll be honest with you I don't really care what you say like I like 
I don't think there is a outside of like threatening someone. I don't think trash talk between a player is something that you can say like, Oh, that's not okay. You know what I mean? It's part of the like, game. Unless it's, unless it's literally illegal. Like if you go, like if you're telling a guy you're going to kill him or something like, but there's a different to me, it's a different rule un unwritten, whatever you want to call it. There's a different rule when it comes to the coaching staff. There is a level of respect that you have for those, for the people in, in a coaching position, your team or another team irrelevant. There's a level of respect that you need to show to a coaching staff that it is not okay to, to mouth off. To, I don't know this to be a fact or without going back and doing research and finding out, but I have a feeling that it stems from when Smart was at Texas. A hundred percent it does. And McCuller was at Texas Tech. A hundred percent. I don't know. The first thing Obviously, that popped in my head when this was the Texas relationship. Right. I have no idea like how even how that started. Don't care how that started. But what I did you see what Self came in after the game and said? I did not. No. So Smart, obviously, it was brought up via question in the post game, and uh, Smart said that um, essentially that McCuller and him have a history of being going a little bit back and forth. And Self came out and said that not only did he say he doesn't believe it, he says, I guarantee that is not true. And whatever he said is not what happened. And I don't, I mean, I get you got to back your player up, but I don't know if you stand on that. I don't, I wouldn't stand on that ground as a head coach and just completely call out another coach as being a, a liar, especially if you don't know what exactly took place. But, and I didn't see self react. I didn't see, did you watch the game? I did, and then they brought the two coaches together, uh, the officials did, and Shaka Smart was saying something as he walked off, and you could see Self say, unbelievable, unbelievable. So I think Smart was saying something as he was walking away that didn't set right with Self, and I don't know what was said. So I don't know that, that Self was necessarily in the wrong in saying what he said. I don't right. know that you can – 100% guaranteed that yeah. McCuller didn't – there's not history there. <laughs> right. But I definitely get back in your players and having their backs and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that's – but I don't think you can guarantee anything. And I've made it very clear I'm not a Shaka Smart fan. No. I've made it that clear on this on this show that I'm not a Shaka Yeah, no, I think we've all had the – yeah, we've all had the discussion. The He's a damn good coach, but – He is. Man. He got a small man syndrome. Yeah, for sure. He, I mean, he wins games. He does. He does, does do That's that. all I'll say about him. You know, um, the 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 thing about the only thing I want to add to that is, um, as far as Bill Self goes, um, you have to back up your player, oh, but 100%. you don't have, but you don't have to do it in a way that's accusatory. Right. Right. So, Which is I mean, what he did in that, when in his right, case. and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you like, look, I'm, I'm a hundred percent. Like if, if I'm coaching a guy and he's wrong, 
I might say he's wrong, but I'm still going to have his back. But I'm not going to throw whoever he's wrong against or whatever, however you want to word it, under the bus to do it. Right. Uh, that's just me personally. I don't think that's, uh, you know, and I'm not saying anything negative about Bill Self. He's still a good coach. Bill Self's still a good coach. Honestly, he's he's a good dude. Like, I'm not saying anything about him as a, as a person or anything like that. But in that specific instance, I just don't think that was necessarily the right uh, – specifically the right way to go about it reaction um but hey dude you just got drummed by you know marquette who you probably rightfully so feel like you shouldn't have got drummed by no they shouldn't um, have they turned the ball over way too much and they couldn't hit shots yeah and i mean th- this is well. no way to say marquette is not a good team marquette is really good like they're 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 a good team with a good coach Nope. Um, and it's six games into the season. Well, I don't know. At that point, it was probably four games into the season. Like it's super early. Like anything can happen. It's not that big of a deal. But they probably felt like we shouldn't be getting beat like this, and it probably contributed to some of the reactions that they had. Yeah. Um. um so as far as that specific uh, tournament goes. How, how do you feel about the tournament as a whole? I thought they ended it well. Um, that was a stacked tournament, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 100%. That yeah. 100% uh, it was. Purdue came out and, and won it. Barely. Barely. But <laughs> yeah, but dude, but but Tennessee had a good, Tennessee had a good showing. Um, yeah, uh, Marquette obviously pretty highly, you know, touted. Uh, Gonzaga was there, which you know, there's still some question marks about them, but hi- historically, in the last decade or so, they've been really good. Yep. Um, dude, I think that was probably well. No, I don't think probably. I think bar none, that was the best. That was the best early season tournament of the week. Um, Hunter Dickinson, I just want to point this out, has been. The best transfer portal pickup I think KU's gotten. He went um, 21 against Kentucky. He went 31-11 against Chaminade. He went 13 and 13 and 8 against Marquette. Then he went 17 and 20 against Tennessee. The I get he's eight feet fucking tall, <laughs> but yeah, he's aver- he's currently averaging a double double. He's averaging 21 and 12, almost 13 game which i get we're early and can change but and he can pass and shoot the three strong strong pickup so um i'm not this isn't a dig at ku or anything like that but i feel like hunter dickinson is that guy that it probably didn't matter where he went well he's gonna change change that he's gonna change that it would be a different it would be a completely different team wherever he yep um he's a difference maker for sure yeah but like i don't and it's not to say that the rest of the guys on ku aren't good or anything like i'm nowhere near am i saying that but hunter dickinson showing up is a game changer like you have to alter the way that you um are are talking to these dudes on a daily basis because of this guy Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. um and that's and that's anywhere, including the number one team in the country, including, you know, 
KU who has these guys that who pretty much are NBA lineup, you know, right now. Um, yeah, like Hunter Dickinson is an absolute game changer. I fucking wish he came to Arkansas. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it just it is what it is. But um, but no, he's he's a God. He's a freaking stud, man. And I hate him. I hate him. God, I hate that dude. But he's a freaking stud. I hate Zach Eady too, but he's a stud too. Like that. Like they're just they just are. You know, those guys are guys that. An opposing team, like an opposing coach, like your almost your entire game plan has to revolve around that dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Get him out of the fucking paint. Good luck. I know. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Wednesday, and I've got before we get into it. Michigan State lost again. Yeah. Good. Fuck you, Tommy. Though. Yeah. Time to retire. Creighton lost. They got their. They got so. So that's the next one I wanted to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up. Creighton, the number eight team in the country. Creighton, who. Made it. How far did they make it in the tournament last year? I don't remember. They they were pretty. They were a pretty good team last year too. They beat. No, we beat them at. No, they beat us, at Maui last year. I think, I can't remember. I think they beat us and we beat San Diego State, and then we beat Louisville, um, at Maui last year. Creighton's a good team, but they got freaking ran by Colorado State. They got ran by Colorado State. Colorado State is not a good team. They're six and zero. Yeah, but they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> Who have they? They're six and zero. Who have they played besides Creighton? Let's see. And before you, so I think the the tournament they were in was Boston College, uh, Loyola Chicago, Colorado State, and Creighton. Was that the Hall of Fame Classic? Um, they played Louisiana Tech, Wright State, Northern Colorado. University of Missouri, Kansas City, Boston College, and Creighton. So UMKC and, and Boston College, well, UMKC was decent. I don't really actually know if they're supposed to be good this year. Boston College is, I mean, they're a Power 5 school, so you would think. But, I mean, Colorado State's, come on. Colorado State. They should, regardless of how good they're supposed to be, they shouldn't be absolutely plowing through the number eight team in the country. Um right. I don't know if Creighton – I didn't watch the game. I only saw the final. I don't know if Creighton just had a bad game or if they're just not all they're cracked up to be. Um, time will tell. But is is the Big East wide open? Is UConn, you know – I mean, is UConn just, like, guaranteed to win it? Percentage? Yeah. So Creighton shot 27% from the four, 17 of 61. So it sounds like they had a bad game. Six of 20. Terrible game. Three, 20%. 61. Well, so, okay. <laughs> so, so, but this might, that might be good in the long run for Creighton, you know, if it's just a bad game and it's not right. indicative of like they're a bad team, you know. It, yeah, the sticks out for me is they got out rebounded 43 to 34. It's not the most egregious uh, difference I've seen, but yeah, it's that's not great. It's not great. 
Do we want to uh, do we want to talk about the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis? Yeah, we have to. Do we have to? Do we are we yeah. required? Yeah. Is this like we'll talk about, talk about this Memphis game. Let's talk about the first round and then we just leave it at that. How about that? that yeah. Is that cool? No. Hold on. I want, to, I, want to, I want to talk about the Memphis game. I want to, I want to start at the beginning. Cause... Right, go, for, go for it. I didn't watch the first game. So, Stanford. Arkansas, Stanford. Uh, we didn't play well. Um, we went to overtime, tied at 59. As you know, if you're listening to this, you probably are aware that in College basketball, your overtime period is five minutes. We went to overtime tied at 59, and we ended our first overtime tied at 66. For those of you who are bad at math, both teams were 7-7 and in the first overtime. A five-minute overtime period. We were 7-7. and That is terrible. Uh, it's pretty, pretty. By the way, just want to point out the halftime score was twenty-two to twenty. Yeah. So it's not like this was a high-scoring game to begin with, but it carried over into overtime. Each team scored seven points in the first five-minute overtime. Um, uh, the second overtime was a little bit better, but let's not. You know, I mean. Nothing crazy. It's a double overtime game that ended with with like seventy something points on each side. Seventy seven, seventy four, I think, was the final in a double overtime game. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was hard fought. I'll give them that. They should they should have probably not had that much issue with Stanford, but they did. Stanford, we ha- I mean, dude, Arkansas has this issue of defending the three. They they they're bad. They are bad at perimeter defense. It's just a fact. They just are. Uh, Laden Blocker, freshman, one of our better defenders. Uh, he plays he plays really hard. He draw he he gets called for fouls that some guys probably wouldn't get called for just because he is like like acting like a wild nothing. animal. Do what? You going a hundred to nothing? Yeah, hundred like every every play, the dude is just bouncing off the wall. Um, also, want to point out this is a college basketball game. These kid, these are children essentially, who are in school, who also happen to play basketball while they're in school. And Trevon Brazil played forty six minutes. Yeah. yeah. Now Trevon Brazil is also like working his way into a lottery pick. Uh, in the draft this year, but still 46. The, most NBA superstars don't play 46 minutes a game. That's fact. Um, so props to Trevon Brazil in the Stanford game. Um, the first round, I don't remember who played who, uh, but Michigan lost. Good for them. Uh, Texas <laughs> Tech lost. Uh, Northern Iowa lost. Northern Iowa lost. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Stanford. So second round, Arkansas, Memphis. Um, I want to point out, never seen this before in my life. Don't know if you guys checked the ESPN 
uh, I think it's BPI is what they call it. Um, the percentage, you know, if you look on the ESPN app, it shows you like a percentage that each team has to win the game. Mm-hmm. Squared up, 50-50 even split for Arkansas-Memphis. Never seen that before, but mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I think all things considered, they probably should have won the game. Arkansas should have won the game. Um, talent wise, they should have won the game. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we played well and still lost. I don't think we had a. I really don't think we had a bad game. Um, I think Memphis just had a better game, which I don't know about you. You're a dude, you're a Kansas fan. So like you could be, you know, stupid for all I know. Um, they lost that game because of David Jones. Well, what, well, I guess what I mean is I'm not upset about a loss where we played really well, where we played well and the other team just played better. Yeah. When when, when we show up and we lose a game because we shot 25% from the floor, I'm upset about that. Right. But when we show up and we play a game and we did what we were supposed to do and we played well and we lose, it is what it is. It happens. Right. Um, And I think the Memphis game was that. I think think we played a decent game. I think we played our game. And I think Memphis was just better that day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Villanova beat North Carolina in the same round. Um, I'll be honest, didn't watch it. But I knew Villanova was supposed to be decent this year. Uh, So is North Carolina, though. So it is what it is. Arkansas loses North Carolina in the third place game, I guess that would be. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't really care about losing. Uh, I'm just <laughs> mad that it was to North Carolina. I think Brazil had, I mean, that's a lot of minutes in, in three days. Dude, you can't blame the dude if he's tired. You really yeah. can't. I mean, at the end of the day, if the dude looks sluggish or he looks slow or he's not putting up the numbers he's supposed to put up by the second and third game, you can't blame him. The dude has been on the court for practically three days straight. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, North Carolina game had no points and two rebounds. I think I would rather – we lost anyway. It doesn't matter. But I would rather have lost that game by 30 points and Tremont Mark not have been injured. That was tough. He got mm-hmm. – That's he a got, hard – he took a hard – He hit the ground hard. <clears throat> yeah. He took a hard fall. He went to the hospital. I didn't realize he went to the hospital. Yeah, um, he MRI and they said that nothing – didn't see anything. Yeah, he was released. He he's should be, be gonna be hurting. I oh he I if if he got an MRI and they said it wasn't, you know, any significant injury, I'm assuming it's some kind of bone bruise or something like that. Deep. He'll be he'll be out for probably a month, really, honestly. Um I think, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. He'll be back by he'll be back by the time conference play starts. That's a tough loss for that length of time. That boy is yeah, small. but it's it's non-con. I, now, granted, we have Duke and Oklahoma in that time frame. Um, 
but it's non-conference schedule. At the end of the day, I think we all know that the BPI doesn't really factor in non-conference as much as conference schedule. So Mm -hmm. hopefully it doesn't affect them too much. Um, But hopefully Tremont Mark, you know, gets better. So, yeah. Uh, I also did not watch the Memphis uh, Villanova game. So, don't know or care, to be honest with you, how that game played out. Yeah, we didn't watch it either, did we? I don't think so. Um, I did watch a little bit of the NIT season tip off the Baylor, uh, Baylor, Florida game. Yeah. Um, Florida looks better than I thought they were supposed to be. And I think Baylor looks a little bit worse than I thought they were supposed to be, but this is the only game of either of those teams I've watched this season. So who knows? could be a one-off. Like I, I have no idea. Um, didn't watch Oregon state or Pitt. Um, I know that it was against Marshall, but Kentucky put up 69 points in the first half against Marshall. Yeah. Um, in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so speaking of, since we're talking about, I'm going to, I'm going to take a slight, slight, slight caveat here and, and oh, talk about the oh, women's. Oh. <laughs> Apparently we are. The NCAA women's uh, basketball. Just one game. South Just Carolina. One Just one game. It might be from the state of South Carolina. Might be from the state of South Carolina. It might be about a game that ended 101 to 19. Might be about that. <laughs> That's so insane. So, okay. So, okay. This is the only this is the only game in, 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 in women's that I want to bring up. It's the only one I think today is relevant at all. Um, right or wrong. That's all I want to ask. Right or wrong. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean, I know the, I know the way I feel about it. So I, I want, I want y'all's opinions. I, so I don't know the lineup they used. I don't know if they went to second, third string, whatever. But my thought on it has always been you play until that whistle is blown. And if the other team is not as good as you, that's on them. But that's my take on it. Oh, my God. I don't have a problem with it at all after looking at the box score. South Carolina played 10, and all but three of them were in double digits. The highest score had 17. They shot 54% from the field. Mississippi Valley State shot 8 of 67 for 11% <laughs> and 1 of 19 from three for 5% and 25% from the free throw line. I like, And they got out-rebounded 66 to 33. Okay, well, hold on. Before the reason the reason I asked right or wrong is not necessarily how good Mississippi Valley State played or how bad Mississippi Valley State played, but but because as you m- might know, 
in men's and women's basketball out of 350. Are you going to write it wrong? Should they have played that team or not? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm going to get at. But out of 351 team, I think it's 351, right? Is the is what it's up to? They're, they are 351st. Let's say it's 351. They are 351st. Sure. In every advanced metric on the planet. They are the worst team in college basketball by far. It's not even close. And they are that every single year. Um, D, okay. The reason I, the, when I say right or wrong, this is the reason I say right or wrong. Okay. They're starting the South Carolina's. So, so reminder in, in women's college basketball, they play, they play quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting five. 26 minutes, 21 minutes, 20 minutes, 24 minutes, 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong? Could have to go. They play eight minute quarters. Are they 32 minute games? I don't know why you would ask me something like no, that. They, they, I think they play the same the same ten. I think they play. I think they same, play. I think they're five ten minute, minute or ten minute quarters. Yeah, sorry, yeah. ten minute they're quarters. The they just the play game, four just quarters, quarters, but they still play forty minutes. Yeah. I, I mean, I still, I still don't have a problem with it. I think I would have went. I don't know how many's on their bench. I don't know. Like, I don't have a clue if they carry ten or fifteen. So bench players, they played, they played, I don't know how many they carry. They played played five. five. Yeah. I don't, I don't take any issue with it. I mean, you're just supposed to stand around the court and pass the ball until the shot clock goes off. Like that's just even more humiliating to the other team. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I'm like, okay, I'll put it to you this way. I don't think they're wrong, but I'm, I'm, I also don't think they're, Right. Like, and I'm not saying stand around, stand around and don't shoot or, or, or anything like that. But dude, at a certain point, right, it's not your starters aren't getting better because they're in the game. Like at a certain point, like you're not gaining anything. I don't think you gain but, anything, period, by scheduling this game in the first place. No. This was a moneymaker for Mississippi Valley. To be fair, every single game they play that's not a conference game is a money money game for them. Yeah. And that's that's why they do it. They've played number five Utah, number one LSU, at the time number one LSU, and number one South Carolina. And all of those teams scored over 100, 900, 901. Look at Look at the men's Mississippi Valley State team as well. Look at their schedule, and you'll see that that's – that's not out of the ordinary for them. Gotcha. Um, anyway, I forgot what you said that, that made me think about that, but I just wanted to touch on that game real quick. Uh, back to college basketball. Um, does anyone care about the uh, the tournament? I don't remember. The tournament that 
Alabama and Ohio State and Animal Oregon. Yeah, does anybody care? Do we do we care about that? No, because Alabama lost today. Which I mean, awesome. good. And Ohio State's terrible at basketball <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, okay, caveat because I don't know how often anybody talks. Ohio State is one of those teams. They have no business being as bad at basketball as they are. Am I wrong? Like, Ohio State should be a good basketball team. They should be. In theory. They should like be. Location, should be conference. Yeah. Location, conference, recruiting uh, t- the talent that comes out of the state of Ohio, the the stranglehold that they probably have on the state of Ohio, um, outside of, like, maybe Cincinnati, if we're talking about basketball. Um, Ohio State should be a legitimately good basketball team every year, and they're just not. Right. Like, they're not even an average basketball team. Like, they kind of suck. Anyway, just a anti-Ohio State rant. I just think it's weird that they're <laughs> not good at basketball. Um, yeah. So, Alabama's terrible. Well, not terrible, but they're terrible to me. Oklahoma beat USC by two. Yeah, I'm not sure USC's as good as they're supposed to be. I think Oklahoma is. I think Oklahoma is probably better than they're supposed to be. Yeah, I think they're. I think Oklahoma typically is underrated in basketball. I think Oklahoma every year is some some level of underrated. I think most people sleep on them a little bit when they're actually a decent team, but. To be fair, the Big 12 is, as you know, stacked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Oklahoma may be good. They might just not be good enough to compete in that conference year in and year out. Um, as far as the SEC goes, any any uh, comments, complaints, concerns about any of the teams that played this week? Negative. Um, Not that we I don't know that we've talked about it uh, in depth or anything, but like Tennessee, um, I think I think I, I I wasn't confident about this coming into the season, but I think Tennessee they probably have Tennessee about where they belong. I think Tennessee is really good. Um, that was a good game I, between Kentucky and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think that they would. I thought they were overrated coming in. Preseason wise, uh, I think that they've proven that they probably belong about where they're at. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. They're better than Arkansas for sure. Um, I think Kentucky is probably also about where they're supposed to be. Um, I think that I think most of the most of the predictions had Alabama better than Kentucky in the SEC though, and I think that Kentucky's probably better than Alabama. Kentucky played well against KU a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which they played really well against them. I expected them to lose, so that wasn't surprising. But yeah, they did play better than better than I expected them to. Um, outside of that, I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's any. I mean, there. I mean, it's college basketball. There's big games every week. Uh, how do we feel about? I mean, after this, I'm 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 good unless you have something else to touch on. How do we feel about the uh, the Arkansas Duke game? 
You think we bounce back at Bud Walton? Or you think we – No, no. no I mean, it, I don't want to put it on one guy, but no, without trading my mark. I, so I understand what you're saying. But one of the things I think that this makes our team scary, not that we're like overly good or anything, but that makes it scary for just about anybody on any given day is that we have that team where anybody could go off. Because battle can still go. Because the fact is, with, with Mark out, battle's probably going to start. So battle could still go off. You've got Devo, who's always got the potential to go off. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you've got Mitchell, who, you know, he's not, he's not ever going to light up the scoreboard, but he's 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 gonna put in his, his minutes and Trevon Brazil absolutely could go off. So I mean you still got I get without Mark you, you, you lose some shooting ability, but you've still got a pretty solid core of guys that if they game plan right, I think they can handle Duke. You I don't think they will Philipowski down there though. Yeah, yeah. Philipowski's that's that kid's a beast. Yeah, he's yeah. It's, but so the the thing I will say about that though, I don't know, Ryan. I don't know if you did, Andy. I don't know how much you did. Um, if you watched Arkansas's games last season against the teams that had, not to say that Duke is this way, but like against the teams that had this, like one guy, right? Who was the like? We talked about Zion, right, a couple years ago at Kentucky. Um, we talked about uh, Vescovi at Tennessee. Um, there was a couple other ones. When when you when when we when we play against teams that have this like one superstar, we usually fare pretty well um, because Musselman's typical approach is let that guy do whatever he wants to do, but nobody else on the team is allowed to shoot. Like gotcha. when we played Zion, when we played Kentucky, when they had Zion, we let Zion literally like, okay, they passed the ball to Zion. Okay. We're, we're going to go the other way. He's going to score and we're going to go the other way. Uh, Cause we don't care if he gets the ball. Nobody else on this team is going to have anything resembling a good shooting percentage. We are going to play essentially five on four when it comes to defense. Uh, and we're going to leave Zion open for whatever he wants to do. And Zion Williamson, if you remember, went off in that game, and they still lost. Because it's because it's it, it, to be fair, it's it's a decent game plan. It's not perfect, obviously. It can bite you, but it's not. I mean, it worked for us. So if they can scheme up something like that to basically let Filipowski do whatever he wants to do but shut down everybody else on the team. And they have to actually be able to shut those guys down, which with the players that Duke has is going to be tough. But if they can do that, I think they got a pretty good shot at winning the game. I don't think it's a must win, but I think it would be a huge, huge, huge win. Oh, uh, as far as that goes, if they win the game, it's a huge win. If they lose, it's early in the season. It happens. So I know earlier you had said that you hadn't seen a 50-50 before. 
Yeah. Did you find one? Uh, damn close, bud. Well, this one, was, I mean, I took a picture. I took a screenshot of it. I was so impressed. It's It was 50.0, 50.0. Duke, 50.8. Arkansas, 49.2. That's pretty close. <laughs> That's pretty close. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. it'll be it'll be it'll be electric oh i think no matter what no matter who wins uh it'll be a good game i think it'll be a good game and dude i'm sure we've talked about it last week i think the ticket prices for that game bud walton is going to be freaking jumping yeah now i know that you know you go now they're down to 186 (laughs) oh well yeah we just lost two in a row yeah. Um but I know Allen's great. I know Rupp is great, but Bud Walton is up there, man, as far as like college basketball, you know, meccas as far as arenas go. Simmons Bank Arena, buddy. <laughs> Bro, Simmons Bank Arena could could I don't I don't know I don't I don't know of a good analogy to make, but but Bubbles going up arena there. burns down. I've been there. It's good. You've been to Simmons? Oh, you've been to Bud Walk. Yeah. I've been to Bud. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's dude, it's fantastic. It's awesome. Um it'll be a good game. I don't know. Yeah. Any other any other games you want to talk about? Or No, there's nothing there's no big time matchups like that this kind of week that I saw. Well, there was one other one, I think. They keep advertising for it, and I can't. Even though they keep advertising for it, I can't remember who who it was supposed to be. Yeah, well, Tennessee, North Carolina is on, on Wednesday. That's that's the one I think. Tennessee, North and Carolina, Virginia I think is the one is on Wednesday. Oh, no one cares about that game. Colorado, <laughs> Colorado State's on Wednesday. No one cares about that game either. Yeah, Tennessee, North Carolina is probably your second best game of that night. What's the other Saturday game? There's another Saturday game that's supposed to be good. Next Saturday, um, USC Gonzaga is the only top twenty-five. Oh, uh, maybe not. Maybe uh, I don't know. Or are I you talking tomorrow? No, Friday, it's not tomorrow. Kansas. Yeah, UConn Kansas is gonna be nothing. Lawrence. It'll be yeah, a game. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be an awesome game gonna be an awesome awesome game um yeah i don't uh oklahoma state is garbage this year are they they've lost to like two no-name schools it's stupid abilene christian st bonaventure yeah (laughs) good for them yeah hey the bonnies bonnies are usually the bonnies are usually like borderline tournament team you know aq 16 seed you know in each game that well excuse me in back-to-back games they lost to saint bonnie and notre dame 66 64 in both of them it's unfortunate it's unfortunate for uh osu but yeah Fuck Oklahoma State. Yeah, we know. We know you hate Oklahoma State all because of one guy. You let one guy dictate your entire feelings (laughs) about the entire university. 
like, like Rock Riggio's the freaking chancellor or something, you know? Fuck him. Whatever. You're going to get to see him in about three months. Um, maybe he'll, like, I don't know, tear something. He got hurt last time we were there, didn't he? When yeah. we were there last year, he got hurt. Yeah, too. sliding into second base. Oh, I've recruited a couple more people who may be going. So, Kentucky people, or do I know these people? Uh, no, you don't know. Well, one's my brother-in-law, um, my other brother-in-law. Oh, the new one. Yeah, the one. new one. The new one. Yeah, and then the other one is one of his friends. I think. Hopefully, he's going to go. I don't know. I don't know that either of them have necessarily confirmed it yet, but uh, I invited both of them, or I'm, you know, and they hopefully they go. So um, we're gonna have a big group this year, bro. Huge yeah. group. Huge. Huge. I think we're up to. I think confirmed we're up to eight, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, no, yeah, probably eight. Well, how many dads you got going? Because that's that'll determine. I, don't know. I didn't even fucking put it out. Well, you need well, you need to do that. Because <laughs> the two that went aren't on our team anymore. Yeah, but they were cool. You should you should invite them. Ryan. Are you going? Are are you are you down? I I don't even know what you're talking about. We're talking about the to, um... college baseball showdown, Arlington. Texas. It's not the showdown. They're not playing in the showdown. They're playing just in a random week. It is. No, it's not. It is the show. Andrew. (laughs) It's it's the Andrew. The showdown is three weekends as of this year. Okay. Different. It's the showdown. It's the second weekend of the showdown. (laughs) College baseball series. They have the Shriners Children's College Showdown February 16th through the 18th. The college baseball series is what Arkansas is playing in. Which is the second week of the showdown. It's not the showdown. It's the second week of the showdown. Ryan, are you going are you going with us or not? <laughs> uh sure. Confirmed. It's it's set. It's set in stone. So here's the thing. It's on record. It's on record. You've said yes. You can't back out now. It's illegal. Right. You're not allowed to. I got they play late, late, early. If we, if you back out, we're going to sue you for defamation. They play three. I don't know anything about Michigan baseball, but these first two it's, games. Oklahoma games. State's good. Yeah, Michigan typically is good. Michigan was good like five years ago. Recently, they have not been good. So Michigan, that probably won't be great. The, the Oregon State, the Oregon State game is the one that I think is really going to be. We've, dude, we we haven't played since 2018. Yeah. And I, I mean, I hate, I know that the, 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 it's not on the line the same, obviously, but I, I'll be honest with you, dude, I want my payback. I want a little bit of payback. Like, I hope we, I hope we score 35 runs in that game. <laughs> I hope they burn like 15 pitchers. Like, they just, like, they don't have anybody left on the team to pitch. About a third inning. Yeah. Like, I hope we just, Oh, I just I I've no like necessarily like legitimate ill will towards Oregon State, but I'm everybody who knows knows. Okay, if you know, you know. 
if you watched that series in 2018, you, you can't fault us for being yeah. just disgusting, sickling, disgusting with with Oregon State. I mean, it's absolutely sickening. Yeah, I mean, I just nothing against them personally, but I I, I hope you absolutely like. I hope there's no run rule. I hope they have no run rule this that that weekend, and we just curb stomp them. I hope like the NCAA has to call Dave during the game and be like, "This game stop? is over. Stop. stop. Yeah, we're we are calling it. <laughs> this game. These are student athletes. We are calling this game. Like stop. Like I hope that happens. Um, again, no ill will towards Oregon State. Love those guys. I will say, last season, um, well, every every year on Reddit, um, the topic comes up in college baseball. Who deserves it, right? Who does like? Obviously, the College World Series is probably. I would make the argument it's the hardest collegiate championship of the major sports to win. Um, and the topic comes up every year: who deserves it? Who who's been that good for that long and deserves it? And every year, the Oregon State fans come out in droves. And they're like, Arkansas, absolutely, Arkansas deserves it. And I'm like, you know, you guys aren't so bad. Hope your, <laughs> university, hope your university burns to the ground, but you're not that bad. You know, you're not that bad. No, they are super cool people. Every Oregon State fan I've talked to is super cool. Um, it's just... I'm sure with KU, you you've got those teams that you just they it's that one year ruined everything. Every any bit of you know positive feeling you might have about them. So yeah, if any, any university that starts with a fucking letter B, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bradley. Yeah, Butler. Butler. <laughs> yeah, you, Bellerman. You hate Bellerman. I do because I start with a B. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, the Bucknell is is Saint Bonaventures an S or do you like do you skip the Saint S. and just they're an, they're an S? Okay, all right. I don't. Well, you know, I was just double checking. Boise, Boise State. You guys hate, hate them. Okay, for no reason. I don't think we've ever played Boise State, but I hate them because they're a B and they have a blue field. Well, you're about to play BYU, so. I already hate them. Yeah, I figured probably. So I'll, chi- I'll, B, chime right? in on the, I'll chime in on the Boise State thing. Being a like a resident Okie now, I hate them for the whole uh, Statue of Liberty thing that they uh, pulled on Oklahoma several years back. Yeah, I forgot was, about that. They yeah, I mean, Boise that was, State were the that was a hell of a play, but man, yeah. damn, who was their coach <laughs> when they did that? Wasn't it Peterson? I think that's right. That's well. <laughs> good job. Yeah, <Now>, props. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, we don't like we don't like Oklahoma. So <laughs> you can be a resident Oklahoman. Yeah. I'm not. Know. I'm not a. I'm not necessarily a fan of them. But like I said, I'm you know hailing from the state now. I uh, you know kind of well. I haven't lived in Kentucky long enough to say anything positive about them, but <laughs> I, Andrew, I'm holding you to it. When I, the day that I get on here and I'm like, you know, Kentucky's not that bad. I want you to bust me down, bro. Take it, 
just break me down, tell me how <laughs> stupid I am. Oh, just I will. I'll end the podcast and I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. The day that I'm like, you know, Cal's not that bad of a guy. Oh, you just, shit. just, just. I will block your phone number from my phone. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, just. Well, you got to give me a heads up. You got to let me know I'm descending into that, you know, into that, that level. I feel like that's something you shouldn't have to be reminded of. <laughs> like if you go down that road, like you, you should know, like you should know you fucked up. You still talk to Ryan and he's basically, he's talking <laughs> about how much he loves Oklahoma. I never said that. You're he putting said, words he in said, my mouth now. He said he sold all his KU stuff and he roots Shit. for Oklahoma in every sport now. That's what I don't he told even me. own an Oklahoma shirt. I Unless heard it. Funny. I heard him say that word for word. No. <laughs> no. Putting words in my mouth now. I mean, that's what I heard. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I mean. We'll let the uh-huh. we'll let the we'll let the the, the <laughs> audience decide. I don't know. That's that's what I heard. I think that's you know. <laughs> but anyway, you guys got that's anything else? Calipari for us. We're Saturday next week. Saturday. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll try to be. I'll try to make it. You know, <laughs> you're not that important to me. So. You've missed more episodes than I have. As a fact, <laughs> as a fact, but y'all handled it. Y'all hand- actually, that. technically, I only missed half. I only missed half the episode because you screwed it up. But well, there may have been wine or liquor involved, one or the other. Definitely, surely not both. No, not both. that would be outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We will see you next week. Holla.